This is Alicia Monique, and welcome to Me Versus the Pandemic. This podcast was designed as a therapy tool for myself to combat anxiety, depression, discuss things about the pandemic, and just a place for me to be able to say whatever the fuck I want, honestly. Um, This is still season two. I had to go back and listen to episode one of this season, which was in December 13th of last year. Um, I was so excited on that episode. Things were starting like to kind of turn around for me. 2021 was not a shit show, but um, it was interesting. Um, there were some hidden gems in 2021, but um, overall, I was really elated <laughs> to put that year to rest and behind me, honestly, just as much as I was for 2020. Um, A lot has happened, of course. Um, There's been a huge time gap in the last time I did my episode. So um, I'll catch you guys up to what I've been up to. Um, I will tell you about my awesome and epic solo trip to Costa Rica. It was everything I needed and more. Um, You guys know I love to talk about dating um, and just meeting people in general and the state of dating, all that good stuff. I will definitely talk about that. Um, Embarrass myself um, (laughs) on a few points of dating and just maybe talk about business as well. Um, There are some new things on the rising for my business that I'm super excited about. So I'm just going to hop into it. So yeah, what's been up with me? Honestly, um, I have actually been pretty sick. I started to get really, really sick towards the end of 2020. So right after that episode, um, like a couple of weeks later, um, I started to develop intense digestive issues. And that went on for a series of months. Um, I actually just started getting better maybe towards the end of June, mid-June, um, but had been dealing with it since the end of December. So a lot was going on with that. Um, that kept me down a lot because um, I didn't know what was going on, so I didn't know what to eat and um, I wasn't going out much. So it was like, new city, who this? Well, who this was in the bed. <laughs> That's who this was. I I wasn't really going out meeting people. Um, mainly, I would go to events here and there. There's a few events that I, I went to. And I was able to connect with um, a lot of like-minded women, which was super dope. Like, I've met some really, really, really dope women in San Antonio. I lived in Dallas for 15 years. I cannot say I met a lot of really dope women in Dallas. Um, Not in a short time span. I'll say that. Let me correct myself before my Dallas friends be like, what? (laughs) Let me correct myself. I lived in Dallas for a whole period of 15 years. Like It took me long time. Like The first couple of years, I didn't even meet any dope-ass people like that, you know? But here it is, I moved to San Antonio and not even 
in like six months, I started meeting like super dope people. Um, being able to and having access to events that I see in my dreams. Like you guys know, like I'm super spiritual and holistic and I found my community here and I love it here. I love it. Um, that has been stinking amazing. Um, I love San Antonio overall. Uh, you know, I'm not a fan of Texas. Um, as long as my dad is here, I'll be here. Um, after that, I have no clue where I would end up going. Um, I know that Texas is not my forever home. It was never, that was never the plan. So who knows where life will take me. Um, I can't wait to see where God leads me next, but now I've found a happy place in Texas and I did not think that was possible for me. I did not think that was possible. So that's what I've been up to. Sickness. Oh, and then to top that off, I've been having a shoulder issue probably for a couple of years now, but it started to get worse and worse. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with my shoulder? So I started going to physical therapy and I had like x-ray done on my shoulder and come to find out I have arthritis in my shoulder. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> What? Arthritis in my freaking shoulder? Really, 40s? That's what we doing? Like, I was so not happy. Um, it was really bad. It was at a point where it would take some time to, like, just put on my shirt. Um, it was bad. So that is what I've been dealing with. Um, I had to go to physical therapy. My shoulder is much better now. I mean, I can put on my shirt. There's still some work that needs to be done um, because there's a few things that I still can't do that bother me. So I'm gonna keep at it until it's at least at 90%. Um, I don't know if, I'm hoping it could get back to 100, honestly. But 90% would be really nice right now. <laughs> Baby steps. So, um, in the midst of all of that, I actually ended up meeting a really, really dope person. Um, a super, super cool guy um, while going to physical therapy. Um, you guys know I'm not big on looks. Um, looks are cool, but, you know, the heart and the mind is, is what I go for. Um, but he is an attractive man. He's handsome. Um, but not particularly my type. Um, just because I really don't know what my type is. But if I had a physical type, of course it would be chocolate, dark chocolate, preferably. But uh, I'm open to other other types of candies as well. But you know, dark chocolate is my first love. 
so um, this person is not black. So right off, there's that different dynamic. I think for me, that's the one thing about interracial dating. Um, I'm always really nervous and concerned that people in other races will never fully understand me as a black woman. And I love that commonality that I have with a black man and they understand the struggles of a black woman. Because I think a lot of other races um, are starting to see black people flourish and like they feel like, oh, racism is over, you know, that's in your guys' heads or um, they don't understand the the pain that we carry um, being a black woman. And that could be detrimental on a relationship, even a friendship. Um, So I'm always kind of like, when it comes to interracial dating. But um, seeing him right off, I didn't think like, oh, I like this guy. I want to sit on his face. Like that wasn't the thought that came to mind. Um... I, the first thought that came to mind, like, oh shit, this dude is dope. He got good energy. And it just like, that was enough. Like, I just like really good energy around me. You got good energy around me. Cool. Good conversation. Bet. So every time I saw him, it was like always really good energy, really good organic conversation. And, um, you know, after several times of seeing each other, we, we exchanged numbers. And I mentioned this on the last video. I'm just not ready for anything romantic yet. Just because I have so many scars. I knew I had scars. But meeting this particular gentleman showed me that I have PTSD when it comes to dating and men in general on a romantic level. And um, conversation, like I said, was always good. Textation, you know, text conversation was always cool. Um, I love the fact that he just didn't pour, you know, my phone with like dick pics, but instead kind of took me on a... of a picture journey throughout his life and I thought that was dope and um I know he just seemed cool as fuck and I was like oh shit he could really be a good ass friend and then at one point it's like I started to like him and I think for me that's where I I got completely thrown off (laughs) because Little shit bothers me. Like, little things bother me. When I see guys do things that I've dealt with in the past, like, even if it's a smidget of it, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. Like, I'm so, like, don't... I have a big-ass wallet. Let's just say that. And that motherfucker is brick and stone. (laughs) <laughs> it's both it's like mixture that shit is thick okay 
And I knew this, but I didn't know to that extent, like how deep it was. And um, so just to fast forward, we decided to finally meet in person. And it wasn't good. <laughs> like to me, it felt like I was on a blind date. And the guy who I was sitting with wasn't the guy I had been communicating with and texting and talking to prior to that. The energy was different. It was so different. And I hate that I'm such an energy sponge because when someone's energy is really, really off, like I feel it so strong. And usually my good energy can kind of like combat theirs and balance it out. But it threw me off that his energy was so bad that I just like pushed back like, oh shit, what the fuck is this? Like it just threw me off. And um, Let's just say it, it was a decent conversation. Um, when he started yawning about an hour and 45 minutes in, I knew that we should probably end at that point. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, that fucked me up. Cause I was like, oh, he is not feeling this situation at all. So I was like, all right, uh, we wrapped it up. Um, <laughs> I text them and, um, you know, whatever. But the next day I just woke up like, what the fuck was that? Like, it really messed me up. And um, I didn't understand why it messed me up. I'm like, why do I even give a fuck? Like, why do I even care? Like, so what? Our energy was cool. Then it was bad. Whatever. And then... It hit me. It reminded me of some shit from the past. Like for me, and then, and I was like, I'm not gonna judge him. I'm like, first off, I wonder what was going on. And he finally told me he was annoyed. But I didn't really find out why he was annoyed. I'm like, why didn't I ask him why he was annoyed? So days later, I know. Days later, I'm like, I had to know. And when I found out why, it just really brought me back to some past shit. Like the one thing I I told y'all I cannot handle is bad negative energy. I know we all carry it sometimes, but the thing that tops that is a moody ass person. Like, if you show signs of being a moody ass person without communication, that is a soft spot for me. Cause it's like, what the fuck? How old are we? Just say what's going on. If I'm doing something, please. And um, I end up doing what I, I always end up doing saying too much (laughs) because for me I like to communicate and I notice 
if I'm interacting with someone who does not know how to communicate or cannot properly communicate, I find myself over communicating. And it always comes off crazy because it's like, where's all this coming from? Because I haven't even said anything. I know that's the problem. You ain't saying shit. And that bothers me. And that is a, that's a trigger for me. And that's for friendship, dating, whatever. I'm so open. Like I love for the people around me to feel good. You know, back in the day, I used to be a people pleaser. I'm not a people pleaser anymore. But I like to ensure that if you around me, we chilling, like I want it to be a good vibe. Like if you down, I want to be able to pull you up. And if you just so down and like blocking that shit, like, no, this is me. This is what I'm like. You moody. You like being moody. You like being in that mood. Like that is a red flag for me. So, um... I reacted and I said some things. Um, I was on, I was really, really just vulnerable and honest about my feelings. And I know men can't handle that, but I don't care. I'm at a point in my life where I'm going to say how I feel. And if you don't like it or can't handle it, I understand. And it's okay. You know, I've been single this long for a reason. <laughs> It's not because I've met so many awesome guys and I just pushed them away. It's because back in the day, I put up with so much shit. And like now, I just want to be happy. I know shit is not going to be always peaches and cream, but... I mean, if you have a problem, just say that shit to me. Like, I'm cool. Because I'm so... I'm one of those people. I will say sorry in a minute. I will apologize in a heartbeat. Because that's the type of person I am. I take accountability for my shit. Now, sometimes... Is it hard for me to apologize right up front? Absolutely. Sometimes I have to take a step back and kind of look and analyze the situation and go, oh, okay. I have to look at the other side's point, the other person's point of view. And I think a lot of times people don't do that. And I think relationships end up getting ruined because we're not able to be vulnerable or we're just easily quick to just give up and say, Eh, whatever. So, in this particular situation, I hope that one day we could start over and be friends. Um, I do think he was a dope, super dope person. Maybe he did, just did really have a bad day. Um, if he was having a bad day, I wish he would have just been like, you know what, we probably shouldn't meet up today. Honestly, because I I didn't need that energy in my life. But it's all good. I don't fought him for it. Um, I fought myself for um, not being mentally strong enough to deal with that. I think 
I could have communicated it better as to how it made me feel. But um, I'm a work in progress. So that has been my one experience uh, this year. And it has taught me a lot. I have a lot of inner work to do um, still. Um, I definitely need someone who's going to be very patient with me. Um, And that takes me into my Costa Rica trip. That trip was so amazing, guys. Like, it was so much more than what I expected. Like, I had a freaking ball all by myself. Um, Last year, um, I said this last season, I decided that I'm going to do a solo trip every year. Some may be epic solo trips. Some may just be nice, super nice getaways or whatever. But um, I do want to do a solo trip every year. Um, Last year was my semi-solo trip to Hawaii. I had um, family on the island for the first three days. And the last two days, I was solo. So semi-solo trip. And so this year, I was actually going to go back to Hawaii. And last minute, I decided, you know what? I want to venture off and do something else. And I end up picking Costa Rica. Um, mainly because I started um, following the plane fares from Hawaii and then Costa Rica. And Costa Rica ended up being a little bit cheaper overall trip. Um, but in the end, I still spent the, much, the same amount of money I probably would have doing Hawaii, honestly. But anyway, I chose Costa Rica. Um, I found this amazing resort in the middle of the rainforest. And, um, well, not in the middle of the rainforest, excuse me. Not too far from the rainforest and overlooking the volcano. I stayed in a city called La Fortuna. Uh, La Fortuna is freaking gorgeous. It's so green. Um, It's near the rainforest, so it rains there every stinking day. Uh, The weather was between upper 70s and um, low 80s, but the humidity was always high, so it was perfect. Um, All the pools were thermal and the jacuzzis. um, The thermal pools and the jacuzzis are being heated by volcano lava. So I'm telling you, the water feels like a rebirth, like you're being baptized. Like the that water, it feels like it's renewing you. Like it tickles your skin. Like, oh my God, you get out feeling amazeballs. Like I can't even explain it. And that resort is so perfect for like, a solo person like me because there's really not a whole lot of people that stay in the resort and the resort is fabulous like the rooms are fabulous the restaurants are nice like the spa is 10 stars like the spa is so sexy the staff is top-notch make you feel like a king and queen um I would definitely be going back there I would love to do a vacation there, like with the bay. 
Um, there's so many hidden, um, like jacuzzis throughout the property and like the spa is amazing. Like I just, it's everything. Um, I even ventured out of the resort. Costa Ricans are so freaking sweet. Um, I walked around the city and like downtown La Fortuna, um, I did some amazing things. I conquered fears. Um, one of the concierge at the hotel, oh my God, he was uh, Afro-Latino. So freaking cute. But um, he talked me into doing some crazy ass shit. And so I ended up signing up for um, what they call the hanging bridges. So there's hanging freaking bridges, thousands and thousands of feet in the air over the rainforest. Um, I was so nervous. I paid for it. And then I did it on 4th of July. I paid for it and I literally tried to cancel it twice. (laughs) And they were like, no, Alicia, keep it. This is going to be awesome and amazing. So I'm like, okay. And then the next day I came back down. I was like, no, I want to cancel it. And they were like, no. So, um... They talked me into doing it. And it was the best thing I've ever done in my life. Like, I felt so awesome. Oh, conquering that fear. But you know what? The tour guide, such an amazing man. He was so patient with me. You know, um... He talked me through and motivated me so much by the, there were six hanging bridges. By hanging bridge number four, I was starting to get comfortable. Five and six was a breeze. I walked through not even holding on. Like, I was like, oh, I like that. Like, I guess my love language changed. My love language used to be, like, back in the day, my love language was touch. So I love touching. Like, I'm a cuddle bear. I like to touch and snuggle and be sexual and all of that. Touch used to be. Touch is still there. I, I definitely still like that. And then it used to be gifts, for a short period of time. And now I feel like it's words of affirmation because that man made me feel so good. Not in like a sexual way or he made me feel I can do anything by his words. Like, I was like, I need somebody in my life like that all the time. I mean, because that's how I am in a relationship, you know? I'm that person that's like motivating my partner and pushing him, but I've never had anyone do that for me. And it's crazy. I had to sign up for some crazy ass hanging bridges walking across the freaking rainforest, you know, in the freaking air just to find that out and experience that I was like I felt so good and I'm like wow I never knew that's what I needed in my life 
I discovered so much in Costa Rica. So much. What I want, um, the type of people I want around me, the type of man I need, um, the type of woman I want to be for my man. Um, just so much. And I came back so motivated. I got back a couple of days ago and um, I came back so motivated as far as to what I want to do with my business. And God is amazing because the day after I get back, I end up meeting someone, um, a business owner who's on the same path and journey as me. Like she just got back from vacation. I just, like, it was crazy. Um, but just in that short time frame, like, I don't know, it just seems right. Our businesses cross. It seems right to do business together. Um, it's just crazy. Like just a lot happened in a short period of time in Costa Rica. And I feel like when I got back, divine order just continued. I'm so blessed. So, so blessed. God is amazing. And he continues to reign in my life. I know I make mistakes. I say dumb shit. (laughs) But I really am a really good person. And I really just want to spread love to the right people. I want my I want my village. That's all I want. Until we meet again.